The Fantasy Hockey Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Massachusetts, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Bet $100 and get $100 today at winbet.com or download the WinBet app and start winning today. State restrictions apply. And we're also brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Final Four Watch Party. That's April 1st at 7.30 p.m. The Sports Gambling Podcast will be at the Ice House in beautiful Los Angeles, California. So come hang out with the crew. All the info at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash ice house. All right, and welcome into the Fantasy Hockey Podcast presented by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I'm your host, Justin Bruni. Joining me, as always, is my brother and co-host, Nick Olzak. How are we doing, sir? Doing good. Doing good. A little sunburnt. Just got back from uh, Las Vegas. It's more windburn, if anything. Super dry, but uh, working out there. Uh, caught a tough loss in fantasy hockey last week. 636 to 603. I don't oh, think I, it could get any larger of a score than that. But outside of that, we just started playoffs, and... I am the third seed coming in, so I in our six-team playoff format, I unfortunately don't get a bye. So mm -hmm. I am one of four teams playing this week, and the team I'm playing is uh, was like a 12 and 10 team to my 15 and seven. Got a little bit of an advantage here, um, so hoping to walk away. I'm up 80 to 40 right now. Got a comfortable lead off of a good performance on Monday night. So mm -hmm. hoping to uh, get through this week and get through to the second round where I have to play the team that put up 636 points on me if I do get there. So a lot of uh, a lot of scoring going on, a lot of action to cover. And uh, yeah, looking forward to talking about some of these players that uh, could help on the playoff run here. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, we're, we both have some uphill battles, you know, potentially mm -hmm. if we want to make it to the finals in fantasy. Um, I'm going to have to go through the one seed. You're going to have to go through the two seed. So we had, to, we had some work to do, but, you know, we were both talking before the show. Yeah, we work hard enough. Maybe we get yeah. to uh, get a uh, brother finals again. We'll <laughs> see. Uh, we'll see what we can do. We've got uh, some waiver wire ads to get into. We're going to jump into some, of course, low ownership rate players. We do, of course, also have some callbacks as well from some uh, previous episodes. Uh, first up, we'll start with uh, defenseman Huso Valamaki, who is also a callback to a previous episode. Valamaki still hitting at a nice rate, 11 points in his last 10 games. What are your thoughts on him, Nick? Yeah, after Chikrin and Costas Bear moved, he's the guy on their back end. Like They really don't have many other guys that are like decent. Patrick Nemitz is good. Well, a couple no-names here. But yeah, Valamaki is really stepping up and being that guy that can um, almost run that defense back there. And that Arizona team, they're winning games. They're on a one, two, four. three, four-game winning streak here mm -hmm. um, with some wins coming up against some notable opponents, including uh, Minnesota and Calgary, who are both fighting for playoff spots. In those games, Mal, uh, Valimaki had some good contributions, um, hitting at a high rate. I know the Vancouver game didn't really hit that high, but he had a great game against Chicago the other night. So a lot to look at for this guy, and uh, only 26% rostered. He's definitely someone that you got to snag up quick because while his ownership rate is up 13% the last day, he's one of those guys. He's on the first power play. He's on the penalty kill, first D pair. He's playing everywhere. He's getting a lot of minutes playing, you know, 22, 24 minutes a night, which you love to see. So, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, definitely fire up some Yusuf uh, Valamaki. And he's also on my fantasy team tonight. Got him plugged in against uh, – 
this matchup uh, with the Winnipeg Jets as well as the next guy we're going to uh, segue into here. Yeah, it's just going to be more Coyotes to start out. Uh, the Coyotes mm -hmm. have been buzzing. They've won six out of their last seven. Six out of their last ten, they did have a losing streak to start the month, uh, three games from the first through the fifth of the month. One downside for Huso is his plus-minus rating. He's only a plus one through his last ten games, but that still is at a higher rate than his season long of minus four uh, on the rating. The minutes are there. Definitely, you know, there's an increased role. You can tell just from the minutes. And then lots of blocks and shots on goal to kind of counterbalance, I feel like, the the bad, you know, and the plus rating, right? I think mm -hmm. those um, those extra attributes, you know, kind of even him out. He's on the ice a lot, like we said, only 25% rostered. I think he's a, he's a good find right now. You know, if you're uh, like me, like, um, you know, someone who has a Roman Yossi who's out tonight and you need to, you know, throw somebody in your lineup that's, you know, hitting at a high rate on defense, he's definitely uh, on my short list for sure. I do have a couple of other, other names that I really like, but uh, he's been very consistent, very consistent. Another consistent callback is Barrett Hayton of the Arizona Coyotes. He was on our last show, and he has not disappointed since then. Uh, in his last, what is it, uh, three games, he has four points. Um, last 11 games, he has 13 points, six goals, and seven assists across that stretch. Uh, can't imagine you have any uh, any argument. You have him on your roster right now, Nick. Yeah, I actually dropped Bo Horvat for him, who was having a good season. But just come playoff time, you got to get those guys that are going to produce and <clears throat> Sorry, Hayden's doing just that, playing that first line center role right now with mm -hmm. uh, Clayton Keller and Nick Schmaltz, which I really like him playing alongside those two as well as the first power play with Boyd and Clayton Keller. So lots of like there for him, and the production's just been there. Um, and it also, I think, has to do with uh, Arizona being at home, and they've had a lot mm -hmm. of home games down this stretch here within the month of March, and he's clicking at a high rate in all of them. And this Coyotes team, I don't know what it is, just – Playing in that small barn, they know how to mm. uh, run them up against some of these really good teams like uh, we've seen over the last few games here. Like I mentioned, Calgary, Minnesota, they've had wins against teams that are really pushing for the playoffs. Coming in Arizona, mm. never an easy barn. And uh, Barrett Hayden in this barn is uh, playing some solid hockey. Got some tough games coming up uh, on this little uh, road trip with Winnipeg, Edmonton, Colorado. But I think mm. Hayden's uh, consistency will uh, continue as he is like the guy on offense for Arizona and Valimac is the guy on defense. So a couple of really good pickups here on both for uh, both guys. Yeah. Love Hayton also on the road, just to note his last two road games, he has uh, at least one goal and one assist. So mm -hmm. uh, he's been good at home on the road. Like I said, just super consistent 13 points in his last 11 games, shots on goal, uh, shots on goal are there, excuse me. And the team is just scoring a lot too. I think it's, um, you know, it's just a good situation right now to buy into in fantasy. These coyote options are available at a high rate. We're moving over to Travis Boyd, who has nine points in his last 11 games, six goals and three assists. He's playing on that top line with Hayton and Keller. What are your thoughts on him? I mean, he's not hitting at the same rate as far as like points per game, but you know, in, in a deeper league, I could definitely see this be a, a call to action. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think in a deeper league, it could because playing with those guys, well, his production may not be hitting as high. His plus minus will show for sure. And, uh, yeah, you'll get that special teams time too. And so, yeah, I definitely think this will be a real good call to action. Uh, he has points in four straight games as well, just something to mm -hmm. note. Uh, he has an assist in his last game on the 18th against Chicago, which they won again at home. Uh, goals in the previous two games and then a uh, back end with an assist on the 12th like, up against Minnesota. So 
he's trending. I mean, the you know, in the last 11 games total, you know, the offense is a little bit more sporadic, but it's definitely more front loaded from these uh, these recent four games. What do we think about the goalie situation right now? Um, they have Prozvatov, who's played well. He's got two straight wins, actually three straight wins. Excuse me. The team has two wins straight off of him, but he's won his last three starts. And in those starts, this is Ivan Prozvatov, by the way. I think I just said Prozvatov. People don't mm -hmm. know who that is. I think he's only got three starts and three wins so far. Um, in those games, he's allowed two goals or less. In two out of three of those games, he made 30-plus saves. Actually, he just barely missed it in the, the March 16th game. Uh, he had 29 saves that game, so you just, you like, just, just barely missed the 30 mark here. I mean, there's just a lot to like with these Coyotes because you know that other teams are going to score on them. Their offense right now is trending. I mean, is is Prozvatov maybe getting a little bit too greedy, maybe going a little bit too deep down the Arizona Coyote uh, rabbit hole? Um, it's hard to say, really, with this Arizona Coyotes team because while Prozvatov's been really good, the Coyotes at the same time want to tank, too. And it is funny. They're not doing a good job. They're not doing a yeah. good job. Winning I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, they're just such a good home team. Like, if they played all their games on the road like they played the beginning of the year, um, mm. yeah, they would be playing all, all the games on the road this year and they'd be a whole different team. But if they played this whole season at home, they'd be, <laughs> you know, a playoff team. But Prosvitov, I think uh, he's kind of putting the feather in his cap right now uh, with these wins. He's really stringing together. Um, I'm not sure who's starting tonight, but you've got a back-to-back -back at Winnipeg and then at Edmonton. So mm -hmm. I expect Prosvitov to get one of those games. I would right. be, I think he'd be more likely to play in the Winnipeg game. And then you give uh, Vimelka the Edmonton game. But mm -hmm. yeah, he's been very solid since entering the lineup. And uh, yeah, I think as long as he's, uh, you know, still in the lineup and they're not playing Ingram, because I know Ingram's like the third man, the odd man out. I mm -hmm. think if he's still in that backup role, he's definitely a, a good streaming option to get in to get starts in. But also just got to note with him that if you're going to get the starts, you're going to have more luck if you're getting home ice starts and uh, road starts. Right, absolutely. All right, let's break into let's break into a quick break for the sponsor. And when we get back, I do want to ask you about some other goalies that are available, including a um, – Mr. Joel Hofer filling in for Mr. Mm -hmm. Jordan Biddington. <laughs> All right, be right back. WinBet is the official online sportsbook of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. WinBet is now active in Massachusetts and a ton of other states. Be on the lookout for the WinBet Win Hour each Thursday from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. During the WinBet Win Hour, marquee games of the week will have better odds on WinBet, giving you a larger payout opportunity. March Madness is here, and there are so many ways to bet on the big dance. Sign up today and receive a special offer. Bet 100, get 100. That's limited to state availability. And of course, for our DGENs only, if you hit the biggest long shot parlay of the week, you get a $1,000 free credit. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know that we sent you. That's winbet.com. Download the app today. Offer subject to change, terms, and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, please call 1-800-522-4700. We're also brought to you by the SGP Final Four. The SGP guys are going to be hosting the Final Four watch party at the historic Ice House in Pasadena, California, Saturday, April 1st at 7.30 p.m. Get all the details at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash ice house 
We're also brought to you by SGP Masters. Looking to hang out with Sean and Ryan at Stadium Swim and watch the biggest golf tournament in the world? You can stay. You can win a stay, three nights stay at Circa Las Vegas to hang with the guys. The contest is completely free to enter. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash golf party. And if you don't win the contest, you can still get a discount on a room using promo code SGP15. Good stuff, good stuff, and we're back. We do need to get a confirmation on the location of this ice house in California. Is it Pasadena or is it Los Angeles, guys? I mean, let's mm-hmm. let's get these uh, these ad reads lined up. I don't know what's going on there. <laughs> Maybe they're the same thing. Copying from Google. You never know what yeah, you're right. going to get there. Mm-hmm. All right, we're back, and I wanted to ask you about some of the goalies because Prozvatov, honestly, you know, he's kind of one of the you know hotter ads right now. You know, if you're just going off of like the market, so I wanted to ask you in comparison to him. Uh, as far as some other guys that are kind of readily available that are trending. What about uh, Joel Hofer of the Blues? Would you rather have him or Prozvitov? Hofer also um, coming in with his first two starts, has two wins, including one shutout, and back-to-back games of 30-plus saves. Well, I love Joel because he is the guy while Bennington's out of the lineup because if you don't see what Bennington did, he's kind of a demented bat for that, really. <laughs> Just went straight oh, at it, Ryan. Yeah, he, he – well, did you see the whole clip and everything? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, well, with, uh, Hartman didn't even right? mean to hit him. Hartman was just kind of skating by, and his stuck. He had his pad out, and yeah, there was nothing he could really even do to avoid that. And right. yeah, Bennington comes in full steam ahead. Um, it's like that one guy I told you about that you used to play with in high school. Got his teeth uh, punched out with a blocker. Yeah, Bennington was uh, on that run there, and he <laughs> he was looking for chompers. He was looking to. Get some guys spitting some chiclets, and uh, yeah, he definitely was just bummed he didn't even get to scrap with Flurry either. Like, I would have loved, yeah, that was, yeah, I was loving the uh, the mic'd up version of that with Flurry. He's like, Come on, it'll be good, it'll be good, come on, it'll be good, Let's yeah, go. let him go. Zebras wouldn't let him go. I was disappointed, and Zebra was manhandling Bennington too. He he got him off, and he's just dragging him around, and I'm like, Good night. Yeah, that nice. that whole situation's a joke, and it was great because we preluded it last week with a, with mm-hmm. our uh, waiver wire show. So that was that was that was absolutely awesome. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, to just give that kind of final like you know you know kick in the Jordan dick. So yeah, mm-hmm. I, I like Hofer. I think the opportunity is, is solid. They've won their past couple of games. The St. Louis Blues, uh, three nothing and five to two. I like them tonight as well up against Detroit. Actually, this schedule is very appetizing. Detroit, Detroit, Anaheim. Uh, Los Angeles, Vancouver. That's four very winnable games right there. Maybe LA a little bit more challenging, but mm. you know, don't count them out if they got a better goaltender back there. You know, someone that isn't complete Swiss cheese. Right. Um, what about uh, Charlie Lindgren? He hasn't been performing well these past couple starts, but he is getting the start tonight. He's getting added at a, at a high rate. Prozvatov, Lindgren, or Hofer? Who would you rather have? Prozvatov, Lindgren, or Hofer? I would probably go Lindgren right now. I know Jordan Bennington is out, or not Jordan Bennington, Darcy Kemper is out at the moment, and I'm not sure how long he's out. He's on my fantasy team. But Charlie Lindgren seems like a good start at home against the Jackets. Definitely Mm -hmm. like that all day, no question. Washington's this better team. Do you prefer any one of those options more so over the other, like for the rest of the playoffs, these, these next three weeks specifically? Uh, these next three weeks, because again, I'm not sure how long um, Kemper's out for, so I would definitely mm-hmm. want to hold on to Lindgren until I know for sure about his injury. Mm-hmm. And you know, he could very well have something else happen. But Lindgren, for a while there in the season, was getting a lot of starts, even right. while Kemper was healthy. And so I could 
very well see that happen again, especially Washington not being in a position to you know make a push for the playoffs. They're kind of falling out of the race right now. They could very well just say, "All right, Darcy, take a seat and you know right. just try and get these other guys in the lineup. Try and call some guys up, move some things around." And mm-hmm. so I definitely like Lindgren in that situation. And uh, with Hofer, it's really hard to tell. I would honestly put Prozvatov over him because mm-hmm. I think when um, Bennington does come back in the lineup, um, Hofer is going to get the boot. Kind of like what we saw last year with St. Louis, Charlie Lindgren came right. in and tore it up. And he was on he was on a kind of a heater while he was up. And then they just sent him back down and then he got moved. And I think you're kind of running in the same situation with Joel Hofer. Just the mm-hmm. odd man out because you already have Bennington and Grice. So, yeah, I think uh, I'd go Lindgren, Prozvatov, and then Hofer if I was to rank the three. Right on, right on. Okay. Um, I don't really have it that 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 different because Lindgren, I think you just trust more based off of the the name brand and, and his experience. Mm-hmm. And like you had mentioned, you know, he could get more starts down the stretch, um, you know, with Kemper potentially out. So, uh, yeah, I'll go Lindgren. Probably Prosbatov and Hofer, just because I still have an inclination against the St. Louis Blues. That's just a personal thing. Mm-hmm. All right, next up we have a defenseman, Jake Sanderson of the Ottawa Senators. Uh, he's been looking really good. He has seven assists in his last nine starts. Uh, what are your thoughts on him? He's getting solid minutes. Consistent blocks are there. What are, what are your thoughts on him? Yeah, I'm definitely a fan of uh, Jake Sanderson right now. The numbers in terms of ice time is there for sure. You know, looking at. 21 24 minutes of night on the ice mm-hmm. which uh ottawa they're still they're gonna be good and you know the coming year so even if you have him in like one of those longer term leagues i think he'll be a good fit surprise he's not playing with uh jacob chicker and that is uh real interesting to me but they are on the second power play unit together but mm-hmm. um when this defense is healthy they can be really good but it's just it's really weird to me looking at this they have shabbat chikrin and sanderson all on separate pairings and it's like almost spread the wealth. Yeah, it's almost like reverse order. Like I would have Shabbat on one, Chikrin on two, and then Sanderson on three. But they've got Shabbat mm-hmm. on three, Chikrin on two, and Sanderson on one. So they're kind of, it's almost looking like they're checking out, wanting to get a guy like Sanderson a little bit more ice time. But um, yeah, I like the move for sure. And uh, yeah, Ottawa hasn't been uh, doing the greatest lately, but uh, Sanderson's been contributing. So yeah, I could get down with him for the moment. Yeah, I think there's a lot to like. Um, he he's not solid on the plus minus. Mm-hmm. He's actually a minus eight through his last nine games and minus five on the season. But mm-hmm. in eight of his last eleven games, he has at least two block shots or more. And in a good handful of those games, he has at least, uh, well, I guess a shot on net. Only three out of his last nine, he has three shots on, on goal or more. So I think he balances the blocks out with the the plus minus, and he's hitting at a good rate right now. Like he, you know, he's getting good touches on the puck, playing a lot of minutes. Uh, I don't hate it, but I don't love it. You know, mm. I, I certainly like uh, the Huso pickup a little bit more. Um, so he, I'd say he's on the list. He's on, he's on at the top of the list. Uh, someone who else? Uh, who else? I would actually have ahead of him is this next guy in Damon Severson uh, for the New Jersey Devils. He has points in eight of his last eleven games. So not just blocks, but actual points, right? So two goals, seven assists, and is a plus five in his last eleven games. Uh, the shots on goal are there. That's pretty much what he's known for. And he's adding a little bit uh, more in on the blocks, actually. Uh, his last couple of games, I know he's had um, games with two plus. Uh, that's not necessarily normal, but he's hitting those at a little bit of higher rate as well. Uh, who would you rather have, Damon Severson or Anderson? Oh, Damon Severson, uh, for sure. Uh, this mm-hmm. Devils defense just clicks at a way higher rate. And to be honest, all these guys are such beauties. Like, 
you've got Siegenthaler who produces a lot in the fantasy and Dougie Hamilton, mm-hmm. Graves who can produce in a lot of hit categories. Now Severson, you've got guys mm-hmm. on that defense who really get it done. Severson being one of them. He's on the second power play unit with Dawson Mercer. I really like that pair. Uh, Dawson Mercer has been getting a lot done lately. And Severson mm-hmm. been playing very well. He's got points in three straight or four straight, sorry. And yeah, been looking really solid. Only 21% rostered. And he is on the third D pair. But he, right now he is getting, you know, around 20 minutes a night on a good night, you know, averaging out around 17, 18 minutes a night. So mm-hmm. I could definitely get down with it for sure, especially playing on a Devil's team that clicks at such a high rate. Yeah, I like him a lot more. I would probably have him right behind uh, Huso Velamaki. I, I think he would be my, my second guy if Huso wasn't available. Mm-hmm. Huso's just getting, um, like, more assists consistently. Severson's right. getting those bits, and he's been consistent. Um, but I, I like the playing time also a little bit more for Huso. Um, a lot more consistent. You see Severson going anywhere from, like, 17 to 22, and that doesn't really mm-hmm. seem to be uh, any consistency with his role. All right. Next up we have is Mr. Kale Yonkork. Uh, Nick, I'll let you take the lead on him. I know that you just picked him up recently. Yeah, I had him for a couple games. I kind of run a stack with Toronto a little bit. I've got, I've had uh, Matthews and Nylander, but that that doesn't work out anymore because apparently Nylander's on the third line. I don't know what they're thinking over there, but yeah, Nylander's Mm -hmm. on the third line. Yonkork's getting bumped up to play with uh, Matthews and Kerfoot. And since getting that bump, he's uh, been pretty solid here. Two goals in the last game, a couple assists before that, on a little four-game point streak, not too bad for uh, the guy. And uh, right. only 11% rostered and plus seven the last day. And I think even like Kerfoot, too, I'm, I'm not sure what kind of rate he's hitting at, but you get any one of those guys he's playing alongside, like an Austin Matthews or mm-hmm. uh, a Mitch Marner, John Tavares, guys like that. I know Michael Bunting, he plays with those guys. He's readily available in a lot of leagues. But, yeah, he's mm-hmm. definitely feeding off of uh, Austin Matthews' production for sure. And, yeah, these last couple games, with um, the team's put up five goals, and he's contributed to two of those goals in the game. So love to see that. A lot to like with uh, Kelly here. And, yeah, 11% roster, definitely must grab. And also, only, he's got center, left wing, right wing designation, which is uh, – Got to love it in uh, fantasy hockey. I knew you weren't going to miss that. I was waiting mm-hmm. for it. I was waiting mm-hmm. for it. You waited till the end, but I knew you were going to bring it home. Uh, five goals, three assists in his last eight games. So that's eight points in his last eight, and he's a plus five in that stretch. The minutes are going up. So that role playing alongside Matthews, obviously going to be very, very fruitful. Uh, definitely worth a, a pickup in pretty much every format. 11% rostered, I think, is... Um, that's still going to go up plus 11 plus 7 percent excuse me in the last day i think another couple days go by we see that up to in the 20s or 30 percent range all right next up we have a defenseman another uh, familiar callback michael matheson he has four points in four games not a sexy pickup but again if you're dealing with the injury bug if you're scrambling for points in a tight race in the playoffs is he worth it right now i mean I think it just is very circumstantial at this point. I think Matheson does have a lot going for him, but this Montreal team has been bad. You, Watch them tonight. I'm betting against them tonight. Watch them win. Yeah, imagine they would. Uh, yeah, that sounds like something that might happen to you. You know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I know how your parlays get. Where you know it's there's always those these upsets, and they've been happening all year. But uh, yeah, Michael Matheson just. 
not not the sexiest pickup, like you said, but he's there as an option. And I think in a deeper league, he's good. But for me personally, I would pass on him. I think there's a lot of better options, like we mentioned, Severson and uh, many other guys uh, throughout the free agency and Yahoo. And so for right now, I would just pass on him because I think I think there's better uh, guys that are more suitable for your fantasy team. Yeah, I tend to agree. He's still a minus four his last two games. But man, is he playing a lot of minutes? He played 30 plus minutes on March 9th. That's crazy. Uh, Has a great role there. Gets shots on net, blocks shots. But I just don't know if it's enough. I mean, you have to be in a very deep league and be also very desperate for a defenseman. He's clicking on offense, like four points, four games for a defenseman. I don't think that's anything to to sniff at, but at the same time, he comes with more uh, probable risk than he does positives. Right. All right. Next up, we have another uh, you know trending player last couple of games, Mr. Owen Tippett. He's actually been pretty decent this season. I'll say he gets a lot of shots on net, but you know the scoring is never really there consistently. But he's got five points in his last two games, three goals, two assists. What are your thoughts here? Yeah, I think he could uh, look into his numbers. He could be a good option, but for me, I think there's other guys that have more consistency out there um, in terms of their production throughout the year. Tippett mm-hmm. playing on line one with Noah Cates and Joel Therapy. I honestly like uh, almost like Callie Yarncroke is a better option compared to Tippett, just com- compared to uh, his line mates, and then playing with Tyler Forrester and Noah Cates on the first power play. But yeah, mm-hmm. I think there's better options for sure. And I think this lineup could change. You know, he could move around. Like, they've got JVR on the fourth line right now. Sure. Things can change over there. Well, John Tortorella. Did you say he's on the third line? I he's Tippett's on the first line, but I'm saying James okay. Van Riemsdyk's on the fourth line right now. Gotcha, gotcha. And so I'm he? thinking pieces could move around this lineup. John Tortorella, real moody guy. He loves <laughs> moving his guys around. I know he scratched Kevin Hayes for a while. That's a good word. He, That's a good word for it, moody. Yeah. It's a fucking psychopath. Yeah, but I remember, yeah, he, I think he scratched Kevin Hayes because he probably looked at him funny or something. Yeah, it's and, for fun. Like, oh, this will be fun. Like, oh, I'll make a, I'll make a really good point, boy, with, with this uh, with this roster adjustment. Good mm-hmm. job. Dude, but, yeah, just not a lot uh, going with the Flyers for me. So, personally, if Yarn Croak were available over this guy, I would take him for sure. Yeah, yeah, I, I tend to agree. I mean, again, it's a good, it's a good trendy pickup. You know, if you're looking to do it for, like, one and done type of situation. I don't I don't hate it, uh, especially if you want to get on the trend early. Again, you know, maybe he goes on a couple of more games where he plays very well and then he falls off again. Um that's that's where I'm recommending to pick him up, but it's not an overwhelming um you know bit of conviction from me, I'll say. All right, let's hit a quick word from the sponsor and we'll be right back to close down the waiver wire conversation. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy is heating up for March Madness. College Pick'em is a great way to get in on the action, especially if your bracket is busted after day one. Plus, Underdog Fantasy has your favorite college basketball player props. Head over to underdogfantasy.com and use promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. And also be sure to follow us on Spotify. Give the episode a download and a positive review. Okay, and we're back to the waiver wire conversation. Big fan, big callback to the show, Mr. Brady Shea. Goals in three straight games. It's just that simple. Goals in three straight games. He's a defenseman. He's 36% rostered. 
dude's a plus 12 on the season. Like these numbers, 15 and 17, 15 goals, 17 assists. I feel like he should be on at a much higher rate than 36%, but we got to bring him back. I mean, no one's owning him. No one's picking him up. I don't get it. Yeah. We got to spread the word about uh, Brady Shea here. Cause clearly nobody's listening and playing on the second deep pair with Brett Pesci and uh, not getting any power play time, but still producing at a high rate right now. And, uh, He's getting good, decent, nice time, you know, around 18, 22 minutes a night. Love to see that. And, yeah, goals in three straight games is a D-man. Good night. You got to get on that. And, yeah, nothing else I really got. Buddy's a unit. Uh, was it five points? Five points in his last four games? Sorry, last three mm-hmm. games. Five points in his last three games. He's got a couple of assists on that stretch as well. Gets the puck on net. Doesn't do too much, uh, you know, blocking of a shot, but definitely, you know, throws the puck up front, makes some things happen. A lot to like here. Just just a lot to like. And he even scored in a game where they lost 5-2. to two, So, you know that he's always consistently looking to throw the puck to the net. Got to like that pickup. And, guys, just get on it. Like, I don't, you know, I don't understand. Like, I don't know who you could be prioritizing over this guy. I know there's definitely games where he goes on little spells, but he always comes back. He always comes back. Mm-hmm. All right, next up, definitely a higher ownership rate, but it's a 50-50 call. It's Riley Smith. He's 50% rostered, and that is plus 3% uh, in the last day. We t- we've talked about Eichel. We've talked about Marsha Show. I believe Smith is playing on the top line with them. But he's got 11 points in his last 10 games, four goals, seven assists. I feel like he should probably be closer to the 70 or, 70 or 80% range at this point, but you know he's not as low as the typical criteria for our show. But if you're in the playoffs – and Riley Smith is a coin flip and he's available. I, I think you got to do it. Yeah, I think you got to do it too. Well, his plus minus isn't there. He does manage to produce at a high rate. He, we see a lot of goals, a lot of mostly assists here. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, 50% roster seems a little high for him. But I personally ran him on my fantasy team for a little bit. He was uh, pretty solid for me playing on the second line with William Carlson and Pavel Doryafev. Yeah, I guess we'll butcher that. And on the second power unit, power play unit with uh, Pavel and uh, William Carlson. So a lot to like there. Um, gets the points. He's got points in, what is this? One, two, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine straight. Yeah. yeah. Uh, left wing, right wing designation. Love to see it. So, yeah, definitely uh, fire up some Riley Smith. think uh, that plus minus could get a little bit better. But, um, yeah, definitely uh, a lot to like here. Love the pickup as long as he's there. Go ahead and grab him. Uh, next up we have is Mr. Jacob Verana. He has five goals and one assist in his last seven games. I think he recently made his uh, premiere this year, just closing down the season because he only has six goals and two assists on the year. Still under the radar, 30% rostered. Blues have scored some goals in the past couple of games. Even in, in their recent losses, they, they totaled eight goals in two games. Uh, two games before that, uh, they booked end with wins with nine goals in two games. Uh, feel like he has been a part of that. He's given them that little bit of boost. And he's not just like, you know, getting fantasy points consistently. He is consistently putting the puck in the back of the net. Uh, like I said, five goals in his last seven. Uh, any arguments here? No arguments really for uh, Jacob Verana. This Blues team, they've made some uh, interesting moves lately. I know they brought in Kapanen and now they've brought in Verana. And these guys are kind of getting a renewed role. Because I know they threw Verona in Detroit just down in the AHL. And now he's mm-hmm. on a really good spot here with uh, Jacob, or sorry, Robert Thomas and Jordan Cairo. 
So mm-hmm. being able to get a lot done here, he's on the second power play with Simeon Blay and uh, Braden Shen as well. And, yeah, he's been clicking at a high rate. I can't really argue with it. The Blues have been doing better despite, you know, this Jordan Bennington uh, little shenanigan they always have going. But, uh, yeah, I could definitely uh, get down with some Jacob Verana as uh, the postseason gets closer. Yeah, the, the minutes aren't there. It feels like they're still kind of bringing him back in. You know, they're not overloading him with ice time just yet. But, man, if if he gets an extra four to three minutes a game, I mean, his value is going to skyrocket. Now, is that going to happen between now and the end of the season? I don't know. But I feel like it, it could. You know, between now and the next two weeks, I feel like he could at least get bumped up another two to three minutes a game. So definitely someone to have on your short list for a pickup if you're in need of uh, goals, you know, in category leagues or just overall scoring. Uh, next up, very low ownership, Marcus Johansson of the Minnesota Wild. He's been performing very well. Uh, eight points in his last eight games and is a plus four in that stretch. Two goals and six assists. And he has points in four out of his last five games. And he has uh, multi-point games in three out of his last five. Uh, he's been looking very good, very strong with the Wild. The Wild have also just been very good in general. Uh, they've only lost uh, three out of their last ten. What are your thoughts on uh, Mr. Johansson? Yeah, he's very underrated. At one per, or Only 3% rostered, yeah, plus mm-hmm. one in the last day. Um, playing on the second line with Matt Boldy, who's been uh, on a little bit of a tear as well as Joel Erickson-Eck. And he is on the second power play unit with Frederick Goudreau and Oscar Sundquist. So it's definitely a lot to get down with here. And, yeah, the production's there. Um, points in, was this one, two, three, four, four of his last five games. Mm-hmm. And uh, as a guy at 3% rostered, definitely uh, someone to get on. Reminds me a little bit, I because – what was it last year, two years ago? I picked up Troy Terry right when he went on his before he went on his little point streak at two percent rostered. You never know, but if you want a heater playing on the mm-hmm. second line, but uh, yeah, definitely uh, it's a solid matchups too. You got New Jersey on the road, hit mm-hmm. the road to uh, Philly, and then Chicago at home, Seattle at home. So right. a lot of the matchups I like, like his position in the lineup, like his ownership rate. Definitely a, a home run here, yeah, uh, absolute uh, gold. You know, deep find at the bottom of the barrel for sure at 3% rostered. Uh, but he's just trending, so go and scoop him up until he, uh, you know, takes that nosedive. Uh, last guy up here, another, uh, you know, good player, bad team. You know, decent situation for fantasy, I'll say. Josh Anderson. Uh, he has points in four out of his last five games. Was it uh, four goals, five assists in his last 11? Any love here? Um, again, it's hard to show guys to uh, or love to these guys on the Canadians. They struggle as a whole, and I think his production could be really inconsistent. It's really hard to say with the, the production of the Montreal Canadiens and just the guys around them. But uh, being a little devil's advocate here, you got him on the second line with Druin and Kiryanov, and you've got him on the first power play with uh, Kirby Dock and Raphael Harvey-Pinard. But mm-hmm. really, how good is that first power play going to be against uh, a lot of these teams they've got coming up? I know they've got Tampa Bay, Boston – a Columbus team, um, which they could probably beat. It's kind of a battle. I like how you're just like a there. Columbus team. They're sort of there. <laughs> they're, yeah, they're, they're sort of team. there. <laughs> yeah, uh, and then a Buffalo team, and then uh, the Flyers again, or Flyers, yeah. And so it'll, some teams that it could give them a hard time that could take away from Anderson's production. Playing on that uh, Montreal team, I think I'll pass on them for now. Definitely better mm-hmm. options out there. 
Yeah, I don't like the schedule for the next couple of games, but from the 25th and on, I, I really don't hate it. Columbus, mm -hmm. Buffalo, Philly. Uh, but yeah, I think you're right. Just a little bit too inconsistent still. And it feels like you're kind of waiting for, you know, the trend to kind of, you know, halt, if you will. Uh, fantasy points are there 5.9, 3.7, 12.7, and 13.7 his last four games. Not good, but not great. Again, if you're desperate, if you're at the bottom of the barrel, if there's nobody left, go ahead, throw Josh Anderson in there. But definitely not a high rate of conviction. Um, probably closer to a drop candidate than he is an ad candidate. But again, mm -hmm. the rate's still there. The trend's still there. All right, anything to close down the show with before we head out, sir? Yeah, check me out on Twitter, face off with OZ, talk about uh, hockey content, you know, on the ice, off the ice with fantasy hockey, NHL. All of that over there, face off with OZ. You can follow me on Twitter at SGPNJB. Take care, be well, and best of luck, or best of luck, not love, best of luck in fantasy hockey. We'll see you later. Mm -hmm.